0: (laughs) No, not really. But we don't know.
1: Yo! I gotta be so loud with this. But Welcome to episode 9 of Killin' All with Bird and Cam, and it feels like we've been doing some clockwork for now. This is your boy Birdman, and with me as always is the illustrious, smart, and beautiful co-host Cam. Cam, how you doing? I'm
0: good, what's up? I, this is already number nine. This is number nine. Oh my gosh, I still feel nervous to talk to everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, hi, everybody.
1: You know, the crazy thing is this is the second time that we've done this, like, together. In person. In, in person. person. I know. And yeah, I mean, I guess because we've had so many under the belt. Like, the first time, first time I was so nervous, like, I can just feel No, that. I was stoked the first time, but, like, now I'm really nervous. No, like, and this is, like, maybe because uh what with the time you guys will hear this and i'm probably gonna just like oh my god i have some beers like i've had 10 beers on me so yeah he's been drinking heavily <laughs> <laughs> so like i am i am ready to go and like we've been talking about this for a while and like
0: this is we, fun we're excited this is fun. Yeah. yeah
1: like this whole adult life sucks where
0: we like don't talk to each other for days and then we don't see each other for months but like we can't because we're busy bullshit kind of sucks but you know responsible adulting yeah exactly and that's
1: kind of cool I love paying my bills <laughs> it's a great feeling I love being a freelance journalist well hold on you see how you should guys just google how much a freelance journalist makes and then you're like well you know pal like no that's not that's that's not that's not that's not the way
0: yeah, I took a different road after I realized how much freelance journalism is. and uh,
1: Pennies on a dollar.
0: Yeah, I'm now an accountant, account
1: receivable specialist at a company, so <laughs> I make a normal good income. It's good, it's good. I enjoy it. Oh, but yeah, um, in this particular case, before we go on this, uh, the case that we're going to be covering tonight... We have a uh, update on oh,
0: okay, the update. last mini-sode
1: that we yes.
0: did. And Super excited. And before we talk about this yes. update from our last mini-sode, I just want to make it very, Hit very clear. Moment. Thank you, Boothang. Very clear is the information we receive, we do not know if it's reliable, if it's accurate or not. We are just here to report and do what we are here to do. Yeah. We're just here to do our job. And the information we receive, if it's incorrect, or it, you feel offended by it, or anything in any matter, please let us know. Email us at podcast at gmail dot com. Again, that's a K in front of Illinois podcast at gmail dot com. Hit us up on Facebook at Illinois with Bird and Cam. Even go to our Illinois Podcast Instagram account, which is Illinois with Bird and Cam. Yeah, she's got
1: this. But if we fu- fuck,
0: yeah, if we fuck shit up, just let us know so we can correct it. But what I have learned. From our last mini-sode. Now, Uh itty bitty recap on it was our previous uh, mini-sode. We spoke of a recent murder that happened this year that took place in a very small town outside of Jacksonville. The population was probably about 1K. About 1K. Um, So, seemingly, everyone knows everything. I know we actually spoke of this odd incident.
1: Um, It was the last episode, the mini episode, if you know.
0: Yeah, it was an odd incident where a small town in Illinois Robert Utter uh, was found murdered in his vehicle in front of an elementary school. Multiple stab wounds. Which both Bert and I concluded is a personal attack. Yeah um and what we came up with was maybe an ex-wife maybe an angry girlfriend mm, maybe somebody know. in the family yeah and that's when i tried to reach out to his girlfriend and i got that weird response so yeah, we were convinced we talked about
1: it in the last episode yeah right? it was you guys if you could, if, if we didn't like you go back and carve archives and all and if, hey if we didn't did and it's like yay but continue yeah it was like
0: okay so what we gathered from that information at that time which wasn't a lot was mm-hmm. what we discussed in our last podcast but what we've recently gathered Uh from a colleague of ours that we actually went to school with yeah um who knows well of the area and individuals from that area um we actually found out that during the case we spoke of there was a phone that was destroyed um we think it's from that it was some type of evidence yes um we actually found out through our colleague that potentially Robert Utter and his offender were in a in a relationship, mm-hmm. and possibly a sexual relationship, and they met on Grindr. And mm-hmm. if you guys don't know what Grindr is, I don't know. It's literally Twitter or Twitter, excuse me, uh, Tinder. Tinder for um, that I do know. Individuals who look for same sex part, same sex partnership, okay. or just sex from the same sex. Hey, person, you truth, Whatever around. you want to do. Um, so it's literally Tinder, but mm-hmm. for people of the same sex. Um, all the same concepts of contacting one another, swiping, meeting up, etc. Um, we were actually told the reason why this phone was destroyed was because of evidence of this relationship between right. Robert Utter and his offender. All of this was on the phone in the app showing mm-hmm. some type of encounter with one another, intimate right. encounter. And it really gives us more questions. Yeah. Um, does anybody know... S- know of utter having curiosity towards the opposite sex Mm -hmm. is this actual facts is this a rumor that's going around Um, this does give us kind of an answer to why the attack seems so personal though if you Mm -hmm. ask me because that was our number
1: one question it's like it it, it seemed like in guys you know we we talked about I don't know if you want to say the name here I know the name but the way that uh, Robert Utter's body was found multiple stab wounds how we've seen, you know, a, a particular crime scene like that, it just seemed too personal, like multiple stab mm-hmm. wounds. It's very rare, and who knows, it could be rare, because this case is still open. Who knows, it could have been random, but when we see something like that, to the brevity,
0: in, it a, tender- town? in a
1: small town like that, yes. It generally tends to be something to the lines of, he knew his victim. And it had to be some person to provoke that kind of attack exactly and hey from all what
0: we know is they could have had a father-son like relationship Mm -hmm. they could have had an intimate relationship that doesn't take away from somebody being killed over this which is still not acceptable to this day but that is our update. If anyone has any extra information or correct us if we're wrong, please let us know. That would yeah. be awesome. We want to get this case
1: figured out. Um, but on to our case. So we're going to go to the uh, the current one we're going to do. Yes, sir. And, 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 you know, the thing is, when we started this, you know, we wanted to talk about, like, past cases. Oh, my God. Before you start, we forgot to oh, talk disclaimer. about... disclaimer. Uh, before the disclaimer, we actually,
0: the way we got... We we went undercover. We uh.
1: Oh, but we're gonna go do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to that.
0: We Uh-oh. went undercover because we wanted to figure out if this uh, back to the update on our case on Robert Butter. Yeah, we thought he was on some Matlock shit. Yeah, we thought he was on Grinder, and we thought his offender was on Grinder. So we both made Grinder yeah, accounts. Both, we both
1: made Grinder accounts. Um,
0: like, yeah, it probably worked better for Bird than it did oh, me shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm trying to look for i ma- I'm a female trying to look for a male on a Grinder account. Um. And I was in Springfield, Illinois, versus um, the air Jacksonville area. Jacksonville. It was in Rushville. Rush, um, yeah, Rushville to be um, more specific. But it's a little further away than what we wanted to be. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of people from the uh, Springfield area and surrounding towns.
1: So I, I freaking failed at the grinder app look i failed too like i i i actually got like the three-day trial because like they've used my old credit card account and they can't find me on that so like i put i made a made a fake uh profile put Suge knight's name uh picture <laughs> on there yeah and fuck I'm you knight me. yeah man kill tupac fuck you anyway yeah, um uh, and helped oj oh, kill his wife okay that's another episode that's gonna, uh, <laughs> gonna kind of get ahead of ourselves but <laughs> um you know, we really—I think—you know—not even jokes aside—but we really, I guess, being true crime buffs that we are, we really wanted to try to solve this murder. And we thought, you know, hair-brain scheme. Hey, what if we kind of went to Skrinder And if we're hearing what the information gave us, we might, you know, hey, might find a, a piece to this puzzle. And you know, we looked everywhere, like even my, you know, three-day trial. I looked everywhere, and um, unfortunately, you know, we couldn't find... Uh, what know, we needed. What do you need? We couldn't find the smoking gun, and so you have it. We don't know if it's because we were too far away. Maybe so, yeah. You know. Or the
0: accounts were deleted, or maybe this is yeah. all a false accusation. Yeah. But what we found and what we came up with was negative, but I feel like our car- colleague is pretty reliable. Yeah. But then again, we attempted to get on Grinder, and we mm-hmm. failed, so...
1: Yeah, we're we're mm-hmm. amateur
0: sloops, like yeah. like worth I the shot, a forever, right? Shot. Yeah, we'll get there. Fuck we'll yeah, fuck there. yeah. F look, for failure, look, but.
1: she's she's the rig of my Martell, and like, <laughs> and sometimes vice versa when I get crazy and shit. So like I said, we were just trying to find, you know, a we're trying to throw straws in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Try and find the needle in the haystack. Didn't didn't work this time oh, we're, re- we're, re- we're really we're really dogging out these cliches yeah okay, i was gonna say we'll it.
0: keep we'll keep updating you guys on yeah this,
1: exactly you know
0: let's get back to our case though let's do
1: it yeah. before we do it you gotta hit us with that disclaimer
0: okay so like i was stating earlier guys we're just here to report we're just here to do our job so any information that is inaccurate offensive towards the victim towards the offendant please let us know hit us up on podcast at gmail dot com again that's Illinoispodcast at gmail dot com. If you can't spell Illinois, it's a K with in front of Illinois, so it's Please. pretty easy. Yeah, exactly, it's pretty easy. it's pretty easy. I know you guys like Facebook and Instagram. We're Bur- or bird, <laughs> oh yeah, we're Illinois with Bird and Cam on Facebook and G-book. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but hit us up. Let us know if we're doing something right. If we're doing something wrong, let us know if you have extra information on something. You know, most of these cases, we want to get them heard. We want to get yeah. them out there. So let us know, guys. We don't know if our information is. We try to make sure it's factual. Yeah. But yeah. if there is something incorrect, let us know because the information we're finding is as factual as we can get. So, exactly. So let's do the damn thing. Let's do the damn thing. Let's
1: do it. So um, we go to the case of. Rebecca Kazicki. Yes. Well, Kazaki. 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 There we go. Rebecca Kazaki was born Rebecca Brackernick on New Year's Day, 1980. She grew up in Crystal Lake, Illinois, and attended and later graduated Crystal Lake South High School. Played them in soccer. Oh boy. She would then attend Western Illinois University, where she would meet, fall in love, and marry Michael Kazaki. After they both graduated Western Illinois University in 2002, they embarked in an education field as teachers, all the while starting a family of three boys, Roman, Jackson, and William. And both uh, Rebecca and Mike will eventually settle in Joliet, both working for Joliet's Public Schools District 86 as teachers. Now, Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca will work for Rebecca Rebeska oh You were thinking
0: of our teacher Yeah, Rebarsky, yes, shout out to yeah. She's cool as fuck, if anyone's ever at UIS You guys should take her Yeah, Mike's class, gonna, hear,
1: Mike's gonna hear this like Oh, it's But anyway, so Rebecca Worked for 14 years at Gompers Junior High School Most recently <laughs> as an 8th grade Special education teacher While Michael was with the district For 10 years most recently as an English language arts teacher for the past seven years at uh, Washington uh, Junior High School. Um, Prior to that, he worked as a professor at (laughs) Joliet Junior College, Rain Valley Community Colleges in Palos Hills, and Illinois Benedictine in Lysol, which is now called Benedictine University, as well as uh, South Suburban College.
0: Benedictine is now called
1: South Suburban College? Oh, boy, you know me. I'm just
0: bummed Last well, time, I live by Benedictine. Lyle's in my... Lyle's the town I was telling you about in my county. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, um... Thank you, Siri.
1: Thanks, Alexa.
0: It's Alexa. Oh, I Alexa. I ask you. I have an Alexa. And she See, I have here. an Android,
1: so I don't know these things. So. We
0: have. I have an Android, too, but we got an Alexa, and she hooks up to our account. Oh, fuck
1: it's yeah. Cool.
0: Dude, she's pretty cool. Woo-hoo. She's pretty cool. But back to our thing. Yeah, Sorry.
1: so by all appearances, the Kazekis. On the surface appear to be The prototypical suburban Nuclear family but camp The name of this co- podcast Is Killanoi So I mean best believe This shit ain't gonna end well
0: Mm-mm, And let's fast forward With our DeLoreans And let's go back in time Going back to 88 um, miles an hour Only 88? Yeah.
1: That's we only doing
0: 88 this time? Just kidding I know that Morning. Um, But let's go back to a little less than two weeks ago When The murder actually took place. Um, On Monday afternoon, um, August 7th, Nine-one-one was called in a two-story household on the 700 block of
1: McDonough... You got it? You got it. You actually got it? I know.
0: McDonough Street, after Rebecca was found, passed out. And according to Michael, Rebecca had gone on this crazy drinking binge, and apparently she had alcohol poisoning. Now... Being someone who had many, many alcohol binges. I suck in that. Yeah. UIS you know, does those things with uh, us, which is great. I had a great time. Um, I can definitely attest that alcohol poisoning is no fun. And it's definitely something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemies. I would. Well, it's some, I could pick and choose some of them. But um, <laughs> overall, I would not suggest. That shit sucks. It hurts so bad. Shout out to J. <laughs> oh man you said that loudly <laughs> 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 Anywho um but anyways I wouldn't want to want to worship worship oh my gosh um wish it on my enemies my worst maybe but not my enemies um, but anyways Joliet police officer um, David Jackson and Aaron bandy were called to the scene and Michael again gave them the statement that after drinking so much Rebecca injured herself and was unconscious
1: so Joliet's deputy chief police al rochner had spoke with uh joliet patch the local newspaper there in the aftermath of this whole saga and reflecting he singled out both jackson and brady bandy pardon me for outstanding work on uncovering the facts quickly as it unfolded because they both quickly saw that this most likely was not a case of a drunken bender gone wrong now, Rokner had said that when Joliet police were initially summoned to the house of McDonald Street, the husband portrayed the incident as, again, an alcohol poisoning or that she passed out. But However, Rokner had remarked that it was clear that once the woman was uh, rushed to St. Joe's Hospital and examined by the doctors at the emergency room that she had been beaten severely and as he said. We were never to interview her because she was unconscious when we got to the house. And Bruckner had added that it was his understanding that the Joliet Police Department had not been previously called to the couple's house on McDonald Street for any domestic disturbances over the years. As he said, I quote, as far as we know, there were no domestics. Um, This was a beautiful mother, as he said. Didn't deserve anything like this, and as for detectives Jackson and Bunny, they did an awesome job getting the facts and keeping their composure. Uh, they're great at it. That's awesome. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I could do
0: that with a mother of children mm-hmm. and have a happy, seemingly family. Right. Um, but as we were saying earlier, um, Rebecca never gained consciousness, and she was considered brain dead from actually blunt force trauma to her head. And she was being pronounced dead on August seventh, 2018. According to the prosecutors, uh, Michael Kaczynski was extensively interviewed by detectives at the Joliet Police Department. He was actually interviewed shortly thereafter. And some hours of interrogation, Michael finally cracked. And he wrote out an extremely detailed statement confessing to
1: beating his wife. And causing her injuries. Now, there's a story, but I have to cut you off. But the the story behind is leading up. It's just I I I just don't get it. I mean, I like I understand you have to, you know, if you feel the necessary to to you know discipline your children, that's one thing. But this, I mean, how could you? Yeah, the I
0: understand. Somebody, let's say hypothetically, killing a family member. Right. I would be so angry at that person if it was on purpose, not on purpose, whatever it was. I'd be so angry at that person. But how can someone be so angry at someone who seemingly you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with and figure things out? And I can't view myself hating someone that much unless that someone killed one of my family members yeah. or something. If that still makes me sound crazy, whoops, I'm sorry. Protective. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> so according to the doctor the, the court records, Kazeki had been disciplining the oldest of the couple's three children's children several days ago and that's when his wife intervened and then he began hitting her. And Cam, he did this over a three day period. My question is the way he abused her—is yeah. that how he beats his kids? Exactly. I mean, and did his kids not get examined after that? Yeah. I mean, it, it leaves a lot of questions. It really does. And I and I, I like to I like to hope that uh, when you know the trial and when this case proceeds and the information becomes you know unfortunately available... that we get a clearer picture of why and how this you know this abuse was documented because I mean this just it's
0: it's crazy if you have kids how how do they allow I mean granted they were younger don't get me wrong they Mm -hmm. were younger it's not like they were teenagers or even in double digits but how do you hide beating and hitting and destroying your wife and your household with your children there and unfathomable it's you know? crazy and like you were stating Kaczynski or Kaczynski excuse me um Kizaki was charged the next day with three counts of first degree murder mm-hmm. and one count of aggravated domestic battery in connection with the beating death of his wife Rebecca Kazek oh my gosh I'm a little drunk Kazeki um mm-hmm. for his part Michael Kazeki appeared over a video feed from Will County Jail for Wednesday's bail hearing in courtroom 305 and he's with du- he was with Judge Ben Braun, mm-hmm. and prosecutors told Judge that Michael Kazeki punch, kicked, and struck his wife over the course of three days, like you're stating. Three days, three
1: fucking days. How can you? You know, that's the thing. If you, you're with a significant other, and uh, and and, con- and conflict is inevitable in any form of relationship, but I, I, I cannot, I cannot. Comprehend the fact that that something has to escalate to something violent, and to that degree, over a period of time that unfortunately Rebecca Zeki had to, to had to go through. And the worst part is, in, you know,
0: ladies, men, anybody, children, anybody who gets beat in a relationship, you guys, please remember, you you ha- are so much better than that exactly. relationship. Do not ever let abuse take take a hold of you don't ever think that Mm -hmm. you guys deserve that or are worth that get out of that because your life is so much more important than that your children's life your family's life everything about that abuse is so much more important get out of that report it do something about it because nobody deserves to be like that bottom line and and so, do you want to continue yeah, or do you we'll want we'll me to continue? We'll go on this. So Got a
1: little, little heartfelt there. Yeah, I mean, it's just so crazy. So, like, you know, uh, Judge Braun um, was notified by uh, the prosecution that the couple's three children, and we're going from five and a half, 9 and 11, are now in the temporary care of family friends. And according to state's attorney's office spokesman, Chuck Pelkey, said in a statement that the children were interviewed as part of the investigation at Will County's Children Advocacy Center. So, they're going to eventually have to testify in a court of law and to go through, I mean, Live through that traumatic experience all over again. Like, I remember... And we're going to have to go back a little... When we uh, covered the Curtis Loveless case. And I remember when they... um, the, The Loveless children had to go on trial. And, you know, talk about... Have to relive the day that their mother had died. And, like, you know, while they were doing this... Like, you know, I'm thinking... Like, I cannot... You know, imagine a wish any child ever having to go through that.
0: To me, my family, adults, my parents, they were all my heroes. I never had to worry about everyone hurting one another. And for a kid to witness that and have to go through that is an unbelievably traumatizing event. Yeah. And very, very hard to come back from. And I agree with you. I agree 100%. And it's. It's terrifying seeing that this could happen, especially when mommy and daddy are supposed to love each other. And set an example. And I hope that daddy, or Michael, didn't beat his kids the way he beat his wife. Because that can only leave more and more traumatizing effects to them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, like you were saying earlier, this isn't the first time that Kazeki was investigated um, for this form of impropriety. DCFS was looking at claims already of neglect
1: involving him, which mm-hmm. is
0: interesting because usually DCFS and the police are hooked up together.
1: They're really, they're really on top of the shit. And I was kind of when the when the police when the Joliet police had said that you know we were never we were never uh, informed of anything. You know, okay, it's one thing that if they didn't get to any cause of uh, uh, domestic disturbances, what have you, but. I'm kind of surprised, and I guess this is hindsight being 2020. I'm kind of surprised that you know DCFS didn't relate to Joliet like hey, we have a potential, you know, domestic problem going on, yeah. and we might have some kind of form of abuse or neglect, so...
0: Exactly, and especially, too, if there has been contact with the family. Yeah. And that what we've gathered is there was contact in April with allegations of neglect. With mm-hmm. kids being under the age of 18, Yeah, you would think that the police would be involved. It was deemed that um, it wasn't found, so they didn't you know have a whole lot of evidence so they couldn't continue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a DCF spoke uh, spokeswoman said
1: that the three boys are in the agency's protective custody. so So okay, let's talk about a little bit about the victim and about her memory. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Kazeki was described in her obituary as a loving, devoted, and selfless mother. Before anything else, um, she had the touch of lives of countless children through her many years in teaching. Um, her obituary concluded that Becky's absence on Earth will be deeply felt, but her spirit will remain forever in her, our hearts. So, I mean, um, yeah, her colleagues were... Um, interviewed in various uh, newspapers and, and outlets around the area like you just get the sense that she was again she was a very hardworking she loved children she, loved yeah. children she, she was a teach. good person yes
0: <clears throat> she meant well for all totally she's probably like the cool
1: teacher too like totally like oh she's my favorite teacher mm-hmm. and um, Christine Saint Germain uh, district 86 teacher who was a colleague of uh, Rebecca. Had had said that Rebekah her Kazeki's death was devastating. My heart breaks for her children, but I hope that somehow they will make it through this with the help of loving family and friends. And the prosecutor, Esbron, to
0: set a bail at five million dollars for Michael Kazeki, given the violent nature of the alleged crime, and the fact that he faces uh, murder charges. The defendant's private counsel, Nathaniel Tate of Joliet, asked the judge to set a bail at least at a reasonable amount, given that his client has no prior criminal history. And that he's employed as a longtime teacher and he's a former college professor in the Chicago area.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a public school teacher, Tate informed the judge, which means he's gotta be a good guy, right? Yeah. He's gotta be great. Tate told the judge that his client has no prior arrest. No prior violent offense of any class even. No bullshit
1: on that. Um, Not on you, Kim. (laughs) According to our facts. According to our facts. And we, you know, we... uh, Went to the. I went. Well, yeah, we went to the Will County uh, court records. You he know. did. I don't live in Will County. I live in I St. Louis Will County. I live in. I live in Cook County. Shout out to Cook County.
0: Yeah, tomato potato. They're great next to each other.
1: Something like that. But yeah, anyway, closer than me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we um. You know, we went. I went to the Will County records to look on what I can. To Michael Kazaki, and uh, ten years ago, uh, according to court records, Kazeki Kubek. Okay, Koweki. Kawaki. Res- Kazeki. Kazeki. Oh, Kazeki. <laughs> it's very hard to pronounce these names. And that's not even, even if you're sober, you know. My Except dad. he's not, so. Except I'm not. But <laughs> then again, he was arrested 10 years ago on speeding charges. But, you know, that's peanuts compared to, you know, something as brutal and as vicious as what, you know, Rebecca had endured. Experience. In the final, yeah. final, final days, final hours, if not. Uh,
0: it's just terrible that. As you were stating, you found, is that all the evidence you found? That was all I
1: found, and I guess it was closed, so I don't, I mean, <sighs> it's getting speeding charges, so. In, um, what we were saying about Tate and
0: how he's saying, um, that Kazeki's a great guy, you know, he doesn't have any prior arrests, he's, he's greatly contested the nature of the charges, he understands, you know, all this bullshit, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And like you're saying, he was arrested ten years ago on speeding charges. Um, there's still some facts that uh, need to be presented. Yeah, a lot, actually, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, however, Tate said he was not yet ready to divulge all that information in an open in an open courtroom mm-hmm. yet.
1: And I think I, I think as you know, we're probably getting ahead ahead of ourselves as you know, further court hearings and and the trial when that commences when that information becomes available you know we're going to we'll be something we'll be ahead of of it and we'll be you know this is something that uh, on top of like the Robert the other case or or subsequent case, cases where you know there hasn't been a, a definitive outcome we're going to be you know ready with updates as they come so. exactly Exactly. And we want to
0: continue to tell you guys about this case. It's still brand new. And mm-hmm. as we were talking earlier about all these cases... Hold on a second. Sorry, Hi, my, dog. my dog's here crying because he wants attention. He wants to be on the air, but he can't. because um, he can't speak English. Um, just dog. But, um, like we were saying earlier, this is a prime example of spousal abuse. Yeah, And... Again, we just want to remind everyone the importance of speaking up, yeah. um, as a friend, as a colleague, as a family member. Um, just like this case, we've all heard the most current case about Shannon Watts with her yeah, death in Colorado, with her death, with her pregnant. And if you guys haven't son. even heard
1: of it, are you sure you, you want to uh, like kind of? Oh yeah, it, I'll just, just do events. it real
0: quick. Um, luckily for this case that we were just covering, the the sons were okay. The sons were safe. Um, unfortunately, there's still a life loss, and that's something we're going to have to continue to investigate, and that's something that Michael's going to have to live with for the rest Mm -hmm. of his life, and he's a scumbag and a piece of shit for killing her. We don't know the reason why, yet. we don't know the reason why yet, there's going to be more investigation on that, um, but a connection to this case, you know, it's August 20th, 2018, hello everybody. Um, and a recent case has been going on in the past week or so. It's a woman from Colorado. Or Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. It's a huge case. It's hitting national news. Her name's Shannon Watts, and she's got two daughters, and she's pregnant with a son. Um, according to social media, she was the happy, perfect wife. Happy, yep. Had a happy, perfect life, according to social media. Um, she was in this entrepreneur business thrive mm-hmm. or something like that where pretty much you put a patch on you like you would a nicotine patch but it's like an energy patch or something i don't know um and she seemed to be doing well at that and long story short her husband killed her and her two daughters yeah and anybody you know, who knows them says uh-huh. they're the happy go lucky yeah and it,
1: and what was really disturbing to me is when they kind of uh when they revealed that the husband had he, um, told police that you know he admitted to these these heinous crimes, and then they showed, hi, Dougie. Oh boy, terrible. But they showed like the pictures after the fact of like having these Kodak moments, and it was just like. It was Mm -hmm. so, it was very disturbing and so unfathomable. And
0: I'm totally the creep that as soon as I found her missing, I found her Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see the interview till after the husband was arrested. But I did see her Facebook before he was arrested. And it seemed like the perfect family. And let's be honest, there's no such thing as a perfect family. Everyone's got their skeletons. Everyone goes through shit. But what's great about a family is you're supposed to fix things that are broken. Yeah. Um, and if you don't and it doesn't work out, then move on. It's your life you create
1: that you do something with it.
0: Exactly. And
1: and before we close, I think one of the main things that we've been hitting on is the prevailing pride of domestic violence. And even in situations where we would see relationships either in public or... Or social media is ideal or perfect, what have you. And if, you know, unfortunately, you or anyone you know is going through something that is having substantial domestic violence, because again, we cannot stress enough the seriousness and the potentially fatal consequences of domestic violence, please contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1 800 seven nine nine seven two three three. That's one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. And finally too, if you are
0: one of domestic abuse, don't forget nine one one guys. Yeah. And always and friends and family, please, please, always, always, always check up on your friends, your family, even if they
1: show like
0: they're okay. hmm I
1: mean, And like, you know, I guess and in closing like it, you know, We, um, you know, this again, this is our second time that, you know, me and Cam are, you know, chopping up in person, you know, to try to deliver this content. But, you know, unfortunately, this is very, you know, it's grave and, and, you know, very morbid, what have you, content. But, like, we really, that's the gist of this, you know, podcast. We want to get the word out and we want to, you know, everything has, like, a very world we like to have
0: fun this is a great podcast
1: we like to have fun with it but bottom line is
0: we want we want to prevent these things from happening Mm -hmm. we want to protect individuals who don't feel like they're allowed to speak out and we want you guys to be safe you know you could be a thousand miles Mm -hmm. away but listen to this podcast we want you to know we are here for you and to please, please get help because we want you. Right. We want you to be okay. Exactly. We and want it's
1: you to very. Be okay. It's very sad that you know. We we've been talking about you know doing this podcast from months before it actually happened, and we started in back in June, and you know the fact that we're doing a, a, a case that happened in August, you know it's it's very it 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 shouldn't happen. Yeah. We shouldn't be doing something like this that happened so soon but i mean it's the unfortunate you know circumstances of life and especially with a lot of things going around now
0: with you know a lot of people experiencing ptsd depression suicidal thoughts from experiences like this and nobody should ever experience things that hurt you mentally physically in any way emotionally in any way if somebody makes you feel like you're less than who you are Mm -hmm. then they're not worth your time because you're you you people you guys fuck you guys you guys fucking rock so don't ever think don't ever think you're less than you are because you're not because we only like people who are cool as fuck and all you fuckers are cool as
1: fuck so fuck yes yeah and um on that note uh we're going to come back with another episode soon in time. Um, we're going to have updates on this case as soon as we are provided to it. That's right, bitches. Along with the Robert Utter one, one. Oh, yeah, Robert we'll, That's we'll going to come. Probably we're not. actually going to try to, like. Go to the courthouse. Yeah. yeah
0: October, you said,
1: right? And you've never gone to a courthouse before to actually look at this? Election? Um something like this?
0: I uh, have been in courthouse for me, but like not. for, well, for som- you, but not yeah, for, not for like
1: somebody this. else. Yeah, no, no, no. This it's is super i Out of this world. Oh, I'm so excited. So, guys, um, we have, uh, like I said, thank you guys so much. Um, this is episode nine of Killinoy and Burden and Cam Episode ten, we have a, you know, even more, you know. We're gonna surprise you. Oh, we're gonna surprise you. <laughs> we're gonna go out of this world, and probably, if you think we're as a knee-grade and fucked up as we Yeah, we're are. pretty drunk right now. This point got
0: to me. Yeah. But, let's post this. Next episode, we're going to post a lot about it. So get ready, bitches. Yeah. Because we're about to fuck
1: this shit up. Right. And and on the note for uh, Killer Cam, this is Birdman signing out. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Peace out. Love. One more. One more. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Two. <laughs> 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 <Whoo>! <laughs>
0: It run, 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 run I
1: felt like that was a good one. Yeah. Is it still playing? It's
0: still playing. Oh shit. I don't give to the end
1: of the chorus Alright guys, see you next time I got distracted See you guys, bye